Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting Animal here on March 28, 2018. I'm just going to say something very brief. Every once in a while, I see some corporate recruiter on Facebook who's having a hard time finding a job. And there's one guy, I won't mention his name, who always gives these people the same advice. He says, call around to companies and get a job order and work on it and do that until you get a job with another company as a corporate recruiter. But I was speaking to somebody about that yesterday, and she said, hey, that advice makes sense, except except that many recruiters are really bad at business development. They can recruit just fine. But they can't bring in the business. And I had to wonder why that was the case. I mean, here's what I think. When you're a recruiter, you're calling someone up with something that you want to give away for free, okay? But when you're trying to sell your services, you want the company to give you something. It's the only way I can figure out this psychological problem that these recruiters have. You know, I'm not 100% sure that I'm right. But, you know, I used to do some work with a guy who came out of Corn Ferry, big company. He told me that the researchers there were the lowest people on the totem pole. The people who really count are the people who bring in the business. And to me at the time, I thought it was funny because I've always thought that the person who sources the candidate and makes the initial contact and does the pre-screen has done 90% of the search to me. The relationship manager is not much different from a a greeter at the Gap or Walmart. You know, he's someone who's good at sucking up to the client, holding his hand. But I guess, you know what? I'm wrong. Recruiting animal is wrong. Because being able to bring in the business is obviously not something that very many people can do. So that might really be, to my surprise, the most valuable skill in recruiting, and now Jerry, Jerry, what should The recruiting animal Sometimes I just talk to myself. It is very soothing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway, hey, I want to thank hey, my... I've got, I want, I've got kind of an update uh, for you. What's that? You know, you've got uh, among your list of bad words, okay, animal bad words, one is reach out. Yeah. You hate that. I hate it. it there is now a reach out button on LinkedIn. Well, really? I didn't see that. No. I connected okay. with a, with a with a customer of mine, and then I got an email or whatever message that says, "Congratulations, you're now connected to Paul." Remember, each connection can always help power your career. And then there's a blue "Reach Out" button. I didn't use it because I don't know what happens right there, but it's there. Want me to send you Thank a screenshot you, of it? 
Thank you. Yeah, put it up on, on, on my group, okay? Reach out in the darkness, everybody, and you will find a friend, okay? That's Jerry's message. But before we go on, I want to thank my sponsors who are paying for this show. Martin Snyder, the boss at PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting Did software. Did he have to pay for the last week's show since it didn't even happen? Yes, it did happen. You just didn't show up, okay? What? No, I was you there. Didn't show you didn't let me on. <laughs> it was a good show. It was, it was weird. Peace in it. There was a bit of a no. There was a bit of a. Hey, let's not waste time. There was a, a. There was some dead air for a minute or two at the beginning. Okay. I also That's want to thank Nin Tran. Yeah, yeah, Jerry. Come on. Everybody else was here except you. Okay, and we didn't miss you either. Okay. Nin Tran, the C E C O O of Hire Tool, H I R E T U A L, the super duper sourcing tool. Nick Livingston. Nick tried to do his own ad. I had to correct him. I had to do it for him in the end. Nick, of the CEO of Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the online interview technology. He's welcome to try it again today. But if he's not doing a good job, I'm going to take over again. You know, Jerry, I was going to tell you something, but because you interrupted, you made me forget. And you're the guy I was mentioning. I didn't want to mention your name, but you're the guy who always tells these corporate recruiters who are out of a job, why don't you just pick up some job orders and work them? That way you'll have some money until you get hired by somebody no, else. You're the guy no, who gives them that the, advice. You, you, again, again, you've, you've taken something that I've said and, and changed it into a totally different thing. I just say agency recruiters that are looking for their next agency job, go make a placement. It's just that okay, simple. Not I've never said not- for a corporate recruiter who wouldn't know how to make a placement to go out and do that. What do corporate people know? Nothing. Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to get to that Sorry, on Amy. show. Okay, but i got to tell you something. Uh, we have someone today on the okay. show who might really have a, a, a legitimate reason for calling himself a visionary. I don't think he Ooh. does. In fact, he doesn't. But he might be called the, the pipeline visionary of Scotland. I, I, I'm going to ask him about that. His name is Adam W. Gordon. On Twitter, he's Adam underscore W underscore Gordon. Okay, he's the CEO of Candidate ID. They're the most woke company in recruiting because their program is actually called Wake the Dead. Okay? Adam, are you here? Adam! Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Hello? Is your, yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you. Can't you hear me? Hey, is your kid... Yeah, brilliant. Did you name your kid Kane? You know the song, Adam Raised the Kane? Adam no, Raised the Kane. You know that? Okay, listen, yeah, Adam, I'm going to give I've you some heard, advice. Okay. Yeah, okay, right. Okay, I'm going to give you some advice before we get going. I already handled Jerry. Look, I'm going to teach you something. If you go on another radio show, which I, I know you do, I heard you, and they tell you at the end of the show that your product sucks, you don't say, oh, yeah, well, we have more work to do. You say, no, you suck, and your stupid radio show sucks too, and I'm going to fire my PR person for putting me on here, okay? You put them in their place. Don't take it like a wimp, okay? Do that for me, will you? I was ashamed for you. I was ashamed for you, okay? Yeah, no, it's not exactly what they said, though, to be honest, is it? They, I got a one guy gave me a massive round of applause, and the other guy gave good. me a golf clap. Yeah, okay, okay. Look, they didn't say it just sucks. take my advice. I'm a pro, okay? Take my advice. I now, that. let's move into the real questions. Enough chit-chat. Look, I've got to ask you something about building rapport. If you're sourcing candidates, 
And, you know, you see someone has a blog and he suffers from depression. Sometimes he talks about the times he's felt like killing himself. Can you send him an email with the subject line, I felt like killing myself too? I think that would be um, I think that would be a very, very kind of one-to-one specific way of generating rapport with that individual. Yeah, but what, what I, I, that's I, I, all I I'm asking. That. I think it's not bad. I would encourage Anybody that. else? Any comments? Anybody think it's in bad taste? Huh? Okay. <laughs> gotta be right, honest, I'm, assume... like, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that candidate is going to tick all of the boxes for for what you're looking for, but. Maybe maybe they See, will, and, and maybe answer, you're a okay, really open, look, open policy. Yeah. yeah. No, I asked you because building rapport with people, that's the name of the game in your business, okay? In fact, let me ask you this. Could we legitimately call you a visionary? Because you actually you saw that there were all these other companies doing, I guess, uh, sales lead generation, automated sales lead mm. generation. And you woke up one day and said, hey, why not do that in recruiting? Uh, that's visionary. I never even heard of those companies. Like, what are they? Marquito and uh, I'd see yep. the name uh, Pardot. Par, is that how you say it? Yeah. Pardo or Pardot. Yep. Marquito. Yeah. Infusion yep. Soft Sales Fusion. They, uh, from what I gather, they give sales reps a constant stream of warm leads derived from the info they grab from people who visit the company's. Uh, website, especially their pricing page and their product specs. So they can even tell from where the person went on the website who's the most interested. So you knew about that and you said, let's do it in our business. Is that is that what happened? Yeah, I mean, it, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm a visionary, but my, my co-founder, Scott McCray, and I had a real light bulb moment when he's, he's a real expert on, he has implemented Marketo and Pardot Look, I told you, don't be modest. I'm trying else. to give you some credit. Don't tell me about Scott McRae, okay? Go ahead. No, but yeah, he but implemented Scott. Scott. Yeah, I didn't. Know, I didn't know much about it. I didn't know much about it. He told me all about it, and I said to him, "Hold on a second. Talent attraction is identical." And then we looked out online to find out, well, what marketing automation is there for for talent attraction? And there was nothing. In fact, the only product that we we have ever seen that's like Candidate ID has just been mothballed by dice. So it, it, nobody's done it yet. I wouldn't call myself a visionary. It's just, it, it, was a, it was a, Scott and I had a good idea. Okay, okay. Now, according to you, Adam, there's a lot of stupid companies out there, because this is what you say. They have millions of people, millions in their databases, these big international firms, and yet they keep spending money recruiting the same people over and over again without trying to use the people they already have. Am I right about that? These guys are dumb. Am I right about that? Yeah, there's two, two ways of looking at it. The first is they're dumb or they're stupid and they shouldn't be employed. The yeah, second way, the way I look they at just, it. They just, they just, well, the, other, the alternative way, which is actually the way I look at it, is they just don't know what they don't know. So they don't know there's an alternative way of doing it. People tend mm. to do things the way that they've been trained by, the, by yeah. their boss. And their uh-huh. boss tends to have been trained by somebody who grew up in 1980s recruitment. So, yeah. you know, you, you only learn new things by going out and proactively looking for new things. And most Are you saying that it. Jerry is a dinosaur? Are you saying Jerry's a dinosaur? I didn't uh, I'm say Jerry, that, by the way, thing. and I'm not a dinosaur. Yeah, Jerry, okay. one but thing Jerry, I can he, say to you. I'm fairly athletic, actually. 
He said something about the ages. Oh, they grew up in the 80s. They're stuck in the mud. Okay? That doesn't, just because you're over 40 doesn't mean you're uh, ancient history. Okay? So, so my band did learn a lover boy song just last night, so I guess I'm slightly guilty of being stuck in the past. Okay. That's Can I tell Jerry crowd. what you... happens with the link, link, LinkedIn reach out button? Go yeah. ahead. You, you press the button, and then a hologram of your hand comes out through the other person's laptop yeah. in a handshake in a handshake motion. Can you Isn't do that, that with anybody or just the ones they suggest? <laughs> just the ones they suggest. Well that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, uh, you know what? That could create a <laughs> me too offense. That could create a me too offense if you don't watch your stuff. Hey, well, what do you say? That's ridiculous. Okay. Ridiculous. Look, Okay, Adam, okay, if they're not stupid, and uh, you just said they don't know what they don't know, you've been in business over a year already, and it sounds like these Fortune 500 companies are not beating their way to your door yet. I mean, really, 50% of them should be signed up already if, if, if you're, what you're saying is true, that they've got millions of good people on their databases, okay? But I'm going to tell you something. We had a guy on this show last week, Jimmy Ellis, and he said that 80% of corporate recruiting is posting mediocre-assed job descriptions. I'm quoting. I don't talk like that. Mediocre-assed job descriptions on a job board and hoping to God that it will get people to apply. And they're sourcing 200 people just to make one hire. So he said, this is what he says, you are sp- he's talking directly to them. You are spending 99% of your time generating applications that you literally Throw out the window. They're no good. So you're saying there's tons of valuable diamonds in these uh, applicant tracking systems, and he's saying that most of the people that they bring in are garbage. Which is it? Yeah. So there is their applicant tracking systems are full of irrelevant people, but they, but hidden within there are all the you know diamonds in the rough. And you need to know which diamonds are ready to get on your finger. So he's right and I'm right. So two, two different things. Yeah, yeah. You know, you need a little more edge. I didn't, I didn't notice that you were so mild-mannered the last uh, time you were on. Okay, just take the you advice hear I gave you at, I was at the, the airport. Yeah, okay, but what about the time before that? Okay, so yeah. so here's what, here's what I'm going to summarize what, uh, what, Adam, what Adam does. Okay, you've got all this you know these uh, people on millions of people on your and you correct me as I go you get millions of people in your database you're not using them so what you guys come in a candidate idea you come in and you take batches of them and you send them emails and you offer them uh, access to a white paper if they give you some information about like their I don't know I don't know what you're asking them, yep. uh, and, and you'll tell us in a second. And then the, the ones who respond, that means those are still alive, and uh, then you start sending them stuff, right, after that. And if, if they click yep. on it, if they click on it, you know you've got a, a fish on the hook. And depending yep. on what they click on in the information you send them, then you know how hot, hot that fish is. So if they just click on information about their industry or about their profession, 
that's someone you want to keep uh, in your pipeline. But if they click on your, you know, your company uh, website or your career site and stuff like that, you know, oh, this is somebody you should really pay attention to. And you score that. You give them scores based on what they've clicked on. And when the person gets a high enough score, you pick up the phone and call them. Is that basically it? Do I have it right? Yes, although it is basic. So you, you, it's not just email. You can send them stuff through uh, Slack or through WhatsApp or through text message or other channels. You, uh, uh, and, and, the, and, and then from then, basically what you said is correct. But the key thing is what you need to do is you need to be able to quite quickly understand animal likes emails, Jerry likes text messages, Adam likes WhatsApp. So once you understand that, you get the message in the right channel for the for the individual. And yeah, you, how do you and figure that out? Like the first time, the first time you don't know anything about these people. You got a thousand resumes, okay? And uh, yeah, are you aren't you going to send them all emails the first time around? Or yes, like how yes. do you know which yes. platform to use the first go? Email, email first. I've always email first. Every single customer that's using Candidate ID, which you're right, it's not half of the Fortune 500, but it's five of the Fortune 500 in, in the first year. So not bad. Um, they, the email is the highest performing channel, always, with every single group. So you send them all emails. So what you do is you send Animal an email. Animal opens the email and then goes and looks at some content. You know what he's looked at. So he goes into a stream for future nurturing based on what he's looking at. Jerry nurturing, I like that. Yeah, so Jerry doesn't open the email. Jerry gets the same email three days later with a different subject heading. Jerry opens it the second time. Jerry then goes and looks at some other different type of content. He gets streamed into a different stream for different types of content and different kinds of future ah. nurturing. Adam, Adam doesn't open the email. He doesn't open it the second time with a different subject heading. He does open the text message and then goes off and looks at some stuff. Everything Adam gets from there is by text message. Hold on That's a second. That's the automated but you said, nurturing. So the second and third time you're sending text messages as well as emails? Is that what, you know, if you don't respond no, to email, no. then we'll hit you with another email and a text message? Is that what's, what's no. happening? No. For, first time email. Second time a email with a different subject heading. Third time text message. Uh-huh. Okay. And where does so WhatsApp what come in there? through a process. When, when do you get to you're WhatsApp? through a process. Well, that could be the fourth. That could be the... So you could... I mean, if you send them a text message, you can send them a WhatsApp message because okay. you've got the, the yeah. numbers. So, Adam, Adam, um, you brag that... You brag... This is part of your brag that you don't want to just, you know, you're looking for a sales rep. You know you've got 100,000 of them in your database, so you grab 2,000 of them. You, you, you're against blasting everybody with the same information. You, it's too impersonal. It's not going to bring anybody in. But the first time you approach people, that's really what you do. Am I right about that? Come on. It has to, it, it, it has to, be, it has to be at the beginning, but what you need to make sure you do is on the email you send them, or if it's through text message or WhatsApp, the click, the, the click that they, the link, the first link, takes them to a landing page with multiple options for things to go and look at. Based on what they do from that first email or that first landing page, you then know something about them because you know if they're only looking at technical things, they, want, they only want technical content, so keep sending them technical content. If they're looking at skills, send them skills content. If they look at your career site, 
send them employer brand stuff if they look at a okay, job and before hold on before I get let's get to the punch I want to get to the punchline before I go to an ad okay and so here's your 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 biggest boast that if you get people responding to this information you can identify the people by what they click on if they click on jobs for instance those are the people who are most interested most ready to move and you can make a short list out of them very quickly because you know who they are already just from the automated emails. And, and so you can go six, you say it cuts 60% of your time to get to a short list, 60% off the time because you know who's ready to move. Is that correct? Most importantly, you know who is not ready. So you're not cold calling people that don't care about your job description. You're only picking up the phone to the people who, for example, have looked at the job description but they haven't yet applied. So the conversation goes like this. Hey, Animal, I want to talk to you about this opportunity. Animal says, oh, well, that's funny. I've been looking at the job description. I didn't apply because I don't know what the salary is. And I go, well, that's great because it's between fifty and $60,000. What do you think? And you go, ah, it's not for me. Or yes, it's for me, based on that. So the amount okay. of people the recruiters are able to Yeah, but what you're doing, and I want apply. Jerry to help me with this. Jerry, I want, I want you to wake up and listen for a second. You're taking away, and maybe you don't need it, but you're taking away all those people who don't click on anything, whatever. They you talking to me, do. animal? Yeah, I want you to wake up and listen to what I'm saying and help me if I need it, okay, for, on this. Uh, okay, because okay. You, because you're a salesman, Jerry. And, and so you've got these people who aren't responding. They're not looking <laughs> at anything, okay? Those are people who might be good for the job, and if you phone them up, a recruiter's job is to sell them on it. Say, oh, I'm not interested in moving right now. I'm happy where I am, okay? That's what the <laughs> recruiter does, says, no, you're not happy. You could be a lot happier. I'm going to tell you what happiness is. That's what a recruiter's job is, right? You just want to sideline all that, don't you, Adam? Do you agree with me, Jerry? That's, a re- that's, that's what a recruiter's job is if they are not using candidate ID. So you, you believe, why waste time selling people who aren't already sold? Is that, that's your message, is it? Let the, if, you've got, if you've got thousands of people on your database, make the technology yeah. do the heavy lifting. Make the technology nurture them at, on personalized yeah, I, at I, scale. I like it. I just like the idea of it. But it might give you, you know, half a percent of your entire database showing some kind of activity. So, great. Once, once you make that one phone call a week, you're still back to doing what we do, which is, if you're, you know, it's not like it's going to load your pipeline all of a sudden. Wow, look at all these people confident. that are out there looking around, just bypassing the apply now button on our site. I mean, there's still so, not that many people. Then you got I totally agree gonna, with Jerry. Totally agree. I mean, I think that we're all looking again, and I've said this before for the quick fix, and there really isn't. And my son, who's a millennial, again, I've said this before, would rather get a phone call than a text or an email. Oh, he would. Uh, my okay. son would rather not get a phone call. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. I've, I've been paying Jerry, for these cell phones for these kids for years, and I still <laughs> don't think they answer a call from me ever. If you're, if you're getting one candidate per week from doing this, <laughs> from you. then it's definitely, it is definitely <laughs> not worth the $4,000 a month that you will pay for it. You, you, wow. your, and, your content, and your content is terrible if you're getting one candidate per week. Wait, this is going to serve you up 
hundreds of candidates. Okay, hold on, everybody. Wait, wait a second. Let's come back to this. Hi, Kathy. Just hold on one sec. I have to do an ad. Hey, everybody. Recruiting Animal Here. Jerry tells me not to do that, but I want to. Recruiting Animal Here for PC Recruiter. I kind of like it. Okay, thanks. The Swiss Army Knife of Recruiting Software. You know, PC Recruiter, I've told you for a few weeks, and I'm going to tell you for a few more weeks. They recently celebrated their 20th anniversary, right? And they're not slowing down. Somebody else I know celebrated an anniversary. Kathy Manis, who just talked on the phone, she woke up from her coma, I think, a year ago. Am I right, Kathy? The, the first one two years ago. Yeah, okay, the but I saw you put up your picture. I saw you, but don't contradict me. I'm saying something nice for you. She's well, back. I know, and you know what? I so appreciate that. I don't feel minimized today. Thank you. Good. If anybody Good. knows okay. about your comas, it would be animal, not you, Kathy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to the end, okay? PC Recruiter, they've been around for more than a year, 20 years, and they're not slowing down. I got the proof. They won an award, like the People's Choice Award of Recruiting Software. You have to be a real customer. You have to write a real review to even enter the voting. Your mother can't vote for you 100 times, okay? And so who won that contest on Recruiting Software? PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter. So I think you're going to like them, too. They're certainly worth checking out at PCRecruiter.net. PC Recruiter. .net. See what the people say. Thank you. Back to the show. Who was speaking last, Adam or Kathy or Jerry? Adam, back well, to you. I, I you you're the say, guest. You, you get first. The, the way, the oh, way, Maureen, I, don't, don't groan. Maureen, Maureen's taking over from Jerry. She's groaning in the background. Don't do that. Okay. Back to Adam. Adam. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying this replaces the concept of picking up the Can phone. Can you talk louder? Can you it, put your mouth near the phone receiver, please? I'm not saying that this replaces the like picking up the phone to candidates. But what it does is it serves you up warm leads every single day. It doesn't replace it. Okay, Jerry. Do you want to fight with them, or is it over? Okay. I can keep going if you like. I mean, picking up the phone. No, to, I got, if you've got like a hundred candidates, picking up the phone to every one of your hundred candidates is going to take you all week. If you uh-huh. know which ones are hot, you get to shortlist sixty percent faster. The stats don't yeah. lie, and that's what our customers <laughs> are telling. Oh, okay. But what I said is that even if fifty people respond, in those fifty people who don't respond, there might be some really good people there. You're saying why waste your time with them at this point if you got better leads? Okay, but there's go still a the lot 50, of people. Go through the 50 you're responding first, yeah. and, if, and, it, and, and because they're the hot leads, you know that they're ready for a conversation. And if you don't yeah. get your shortlist from that, then you've got to do a lot more heavy lifting, and you've got to pick up the phone to those other 50. But okay. we're not really talking about 50 candidates here and there. We're talking about companies with databases of 10 million. You know, uh-huh. it's, this, is, this, is about, this is about really aggregating um, like thousands and thousands and thousands of people, not 50 here and 50 there. Okay. You know what Kathy said about her son? So you don't really ask people if they're interested in getting a phone call. You never ask them, hey, do you want us to give you a call? You never actually say that to them, right? Yeah, you, you decide could do. When you could do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Click like- a button. Press this button and press this button to schedule a call with us, and one of us will call you. Absolutely. I think that's a great option because Kathy is right. Some people love to talk on the phone. I, I love to talk on the phone. 
I know people in my very close family who do not like to talk on the phone. So everyone's different. Everybody, and you've got to cater for the, 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 the full suite of different communication options, yeah. not what okay. you prefer how, as how a recruiter. Okay. They want. Excuse me. Don't you think that when you get a person on the phone, they're, in terms of time efficiency, you can get so much more knowledge rather than waiting back and forth for emails and texts and having to you know, follow up on that and put it in your tickler file or whatever. I mean, a, a direct phone call may take a little bit more time, but you're going to get a lot more information out of that than an email. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah I that, agree with that. That supposes that, that they want to have most people, or Jerry, most, do most the, people don't want to talk on a phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some do, some Nobody don't. heard you because I'm talking over you. Hey, how is a candidate ID different from a CRM? I know that I'm feeding you, I'm lobbying you a question that you, you like to answer. Go ahead. Tell us the difference. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't do what it doesn't do. Ninety percent of what a CRM does, but the one thing it does is is um, is track the candidates' interactions across your content online, and a CRM does does a very very basic mm-hmm. version of that. So it's tracking a much much broader digital footprint, and the scoring model, which does not feature in a CRM is a balanced scorecard that, that, that enables you to filter the people by, by their engagement. So the thing that it's doing is nur- the, thing, the nurture that it's doing. There's no CRM that does anything like the sophistication of nurture that Candidate ID does. And nurture, uh, to take up Jerry's point, is feeding people information they want on a regular basis. That's nurturing a what? candidate. Through the, through the channels they prefer, in the formats they prefer, on the days of the week and the times of the day they prefer, based on their, based on their behavior. So it's learning okay. their behavior. So, yeah, serving, I think you, compare, it, you compared to it to Amazon. Amazon says, you know, based on what you, your history is, you might enjoy these books mm-hmm. as well, right? So based on this person's click history, you assume that if they click at 3 o'clock in the afternoon every day, that's when they have their break, okay. and that's when they want to get stuff. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've not compared it to Amazon, and it's a slightly different thing because that, that's, that's really that's, – that's, there's some overlap in the technology, but it's not quite the same as that. Uh, but it, it, the principle is exactly the same. same idea. I didn't say it was the same technology. Don't quibble with me, okay? No it's nitpicking pers- here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let me, yeah. let, let me do another ad. I've been so excited to talk to you that I've, I've – uh, You eat haggis for supper on a regular basis? No, you don't uh, want to no, answer sorry, that. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, no. Who I, am I, I talking do, to? I'm not talking to Kathy. She doesn't eat haggis. I know that. Okay. Hey, everybody. Yeah. No, pro- once yeah. Okay, good. Hey, everybody. You have a can. Canned haggis. Must look like dog food. Hey, everybody. Recruiting animal here for Hire Tool. H I R E T U A L. You know what the Hire Tool is? It's the super duper sourcing tool. You tell it what you want, right? And then it writes the search strings for you. Let me elaborate on that. You don't have to know any Boolean. You don't have to be smart. You just go there. You can be like me. You don't know anything, right? You go to HireTool.com, and you put in, in normal language, what you're looking for. It does the search for you across many, many sites, Facebook, LinkedIn, GitHub. Then it gives you ranked results from top to bottom, who's got the skills that are closest to those you're looking for. It guesses what the person's salary is. It guesses who's ready to leave, which Adam Gordon is telling us is important, and uh, boom, 
you call the people you want to from that list based on that information. Everybody's raving about this hire tool. They're crazy to be paying me for ads. I'll admit it, okay? So go check them out at HireTool.com, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. One more thing. One of the things they're most famous for is finding contact information, and you can check it out for free. They've got a Chrome extension at HireTool.com. Thank you. Back to Adam. Adam, is there anything that we haven't discussed? Hey, about hey, hey, I'm back. I'm back. What I miss? Well, you know what? I was asking him if he eats haggis for supper, and can he, he does, and I don't envy him. For, I don't envy him that, okay? Does anybody want to talk to Adam? Anybody on the line want to talk to Adam? Come on. Anybody? Anybody? I've got a bunch of extra. I mean, I've got a bunch of extra topics that that, that I'd, I'd quite like I, to. I've got a bunch of extra topics, about. but go ahead. Let's hear what yours are before I knock them out. Go ahead. Okay, the first one is that um, I'm talking about candidate ID and this whole thing around nurturing your database. Staffing agencies, their database, it used to be their USP, and now we got a whole load of people saying, I don't really use my database because, to be honest, I just go on LinkedIn, and my special skill is being able to convert people from being not active to being interested in an opportunity, and I forget about my database. And I've got it, going into GDPR in the EU, I've, I hear recruitment agency bosses going, I'm just going to delete it and start again, and that's nuts. So with Candidate ID, you can... Do exactly Look, the same I as thought what you were going to give us some extra information, not do an ad. Why not pay me for ad? I'm for okay. this. No, here's well, the I'm on my cut. No, here's the, <laughs> I'm here's the extra information. Hey, hi. The hi. Extra How are you doing? I hear Maureen laughing on the phone. Hi, Maureen. Hi, Kathy. <laughs> you going anywhere for spring break? You guys are so funny. Yeah, oh, the kids back. are on spring. Adam wants to make a point. Maybe things. after five minutes of boring us, he's going to get to it. Okay. So staffing, agent, staffing agency databases can once again be their USP because if they can get brilliant insights into which candidates are interested in what, they can properly create talent pipelines. And they've never been able to do that except for an executive search. So, you know, the, the whole method around talent nurture is not just for in-house teams. It's for agencies as well. That was okay. one thing I wanted Who's to say. Who's got the money? What agency, maybe Corn Ferry or these big agencies, have the money to yeah. pay that $4,000 a month? Man. Okay. Man, that's a ton. Well, we, there. No, 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 no. It's not. Because they're not what, you're, what you're comparing that price to is the price of a CRM or the price of some other sunk cost technology that you need. They're, they're thinking about candidate ideas as a, money, as a revenue generator. So they're making additional placements every single month as a result of being able to see who they need to pick up the phone to. So they're getting to candidates faster. They're making more placements. They're making more money. So they're looking at it in the same way as they look at hiring another recruiter at that cost. So the old just one more placement pays for it close. I like it. It's been used a lot. I mean, it's it's been around, but we'll, we'll accept it. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll well, I, can, I mean, it. I can prove it. I can I can literally prove it. I mean, m- most of those technologies can't. I suppose LinkedIn could probably say that as well. But um, yeah, I mean, you, you're, they're making more placements as a result of knowing who to pick up the phone to because they're getting to the candidates faster and they can see what they're doing behind the scenes. So okay, this I'm going to interrupt you. Okay, I'm going to interrupt you. We got the message. Okay, no little, no two-bit operation like Jerry's. Or or me, small time. Are gonna, 
uh, are going to sp- spend that kind of money. You need a much yeah. bigger um, uh, recruiting firm. I don't even know, know a, corporations a that would spend that much money. That's an awful lot. I mean, he, I don't think does, it is though. for these. Look, look, hold on a second. Adam says that if you're uh, if you're wor- if you're a recruiting leader uh, and you're working for a company like uh, Deloitte, you're going to want to have everybody on that t- pipeline list. No, on your I can list. tell you, my manager would not approve that. If anything, they may buy if anything. I- they made by one license to share. Just and let that's me it. finish, Kathy. He says if you're at Deloitte, you want everybody in your pipeline, every employee at PwC, every employee at uh, Ernst & Young or whatever they're called now, okay, all the competition. Yeah. You want all the people from your competitors in that pipeline so you can nurture them for years maybe to, until they we finally already have start that. Long. We already so have that. We already have don't have it. No, they don't. They don't have it. This is new, okay? Admit it. No, I I like that idea. That that Deloitte created its own. I mean, and they have it. I mean, lists and lists and lists. This we have fucking, it all. This is using the list. Come on, he scores the entry. He feeds them stuff and yeah, scores not the entry. He, he scores the interest they have. You said something I like, Adam. You said people are not interested in your employer brand necessarily, and they're not interested in your jobs. But you claim, and I'm surprised about this, that they are interested in receiving articles about their profession or their industry. Oh, great. Content. Yeah, he says they want <laughs> Jerry, he claims they want that content. And they not don't only want that, that. Not from you, dumbass recruiter. No, I, no, listen, let's put it back into the Deloitte example because it's a world I know really well because I spent three years at PwC. And the people who are in, if people who are not, people who are not in the market, people who are not in the market, if they're working at PwC, they don't care about Deloitte's employer brand at all. And they definitely don't care about job descriptions. But what they do care about, if I'm a tax consultant, is if I'm getting stuff from the head of tax at Deloitte, which is about the latest skills I need, how, the, how that person made it to the top, uh, how to get ahead in my career. I want that stuff. And people want things that are going to help them get ahead in their career from a really credible source and somebody who might be their future boss and somebody whose job they want in the future. So they, it's absolutely true. When they, when they start to become interested, that's when they want to look at the employer brand. When they become very interested, that's when the employer brand's now irrelevant, and actually the Glassdoor is more, more relevant, the hiring manager's LinkedIn profile is more relevant, and other more authentic non-marketing sources of information okay, are, let me are relevant. Let me interrupt. First yeah. of all, there, you took on Jerry. Jerry said they're not interested in content coming from a, a stupid recruiter like me, but you're saying that you're not sending it from just anybody. You're sending it from some big boss or a hiring manager. Yeah. And they know that. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. You want to address yeah, that? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, whether you're an internal team or you're an, you're an external agency, even if you're an external agency, you can still go and get your customers to create short videos for you and give you some insights. Good luck. Like, that's a pipe dream. Put down the bong, Adam. Depends. That's not happening. Well, <laughs> Corn Ferry, Corn Ferry, do it. Yeah, so, you know, it depends Ferry. on the relationship you've got with your customers. Uh, well, I'm going to disagree on that. Okay. Hey, uh, geez, 
Uh, what about Glassdoor? Can you track uh, you track people's visits to your client's Glassdoor page? Is that it? Well, yeah, because you, you yeah. So what you do is from anywhere that you can post content, you can say take a look at take a look at us on Glassdoor, and you just post a custom redirect link online. They click on that. You can see that they've gone. Oh, okay, there. so at you get it glass, from the redirect link. At your Glassdoor link. page, yeah, uh-huh. and at your Glassdoor page, you can you can redirect them to other things from there. And again, um, the, the click the click from there gets tracked. So yes. How, how important is Glassdoor? I, I mean, I think when people are more deeply considering that they, they are going to go and look at Glassdoor, but it depends what kind of how they treat their career. So let's face it: if I work at McDonald's, I am not going to, and, and, and I'm thinking about making a job move. I'm probably just want to know who's going to pay me more. That's a sweeping generalization, I know, but it, it's probably true. Whereas if I'm a tax consultant at Deloitte and I'm thinking about a job move, I'm going to really deeply study what's PwC like and what's KPMG like and what's EY like. Let me ask a question that you didn't answer again. How important is Glassdoor? Yeah, very. Very? It is. It's very important. For for, For a certain sector, for for, for professional jobs, Glassdoor is important. That's what you're saying. It's very important. Yeah, the level... The level I would say it's important for is what I call qualified volume. So it's like the kind of thirty to $180,000 salary jobs. That area where there's, it's below exact search, but it's above like proper kind of call center type. Uh-huh. Which, remi- which makes me think of something else as well. I suspect the candidate ID is best for maybe that level of job. The really senior jobs, yeah. are those guys are those guys reading content, VPs and stuff like that? Nah. Let me let so me go to an ad. Right. Think about it. Let me do an ad, okay? Hey everybody. You just did an ad nine minutes ago. Well sorry I, I didn't do them for the first half hour. I was talking about other things, you know? Right. Subject lines like are you you know, do you want to commit well, suicide to right. Now that it's commercial commercial hour. <clears throat> hey, yeah. Hey, everybody, Recruiting Animal, back again for PC Recruiter. You know, every guest we've had on this show who uses PC Recruiter, they just rave about it. And you know why? Because PC Recruiter is configurable. They don't tell you how to work. You create your own workflow. You structure it the way you want. And, you know, you can be ignorant like me. You just, oh, my technical stuff, I'm scared. I don't know how to do it. Help me. They will help you. That's the thing. They have great support. They make you feel like you're important and, and, and comfort you, you know. They'll guide you clearly. And it doesn't matter if you're, like I said, a two-bit nobody like me or Jerry. They'll hey. take care of you. You can no, be a big no, shot. No, 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 no. Don't let me in on that. Okay, I knew I knew that was coming. You, you could be like me. Even me. They would be nice to me, okay? Because big or small, they fit them all. PC Recruiter loves you. Remember that. So go check them out at PCRecruiter.net. Is Nick Livingston here today? I just want to prepare. If I'm going to do his adder, he's going to give it another shot. Okay. You know, you had Adam, you had Nick Livingston on your show, right? And he was yeah, he did. was feisty. He was feisty. I couldn't believe it. He came on here last week and I said try doing your own ad and he he mumbled his way through it. I had to take over. I I, I was embarrassed. So she whiz. He let me down, but he was great on your show. Okay. So he was, uh, he was great on your show. Oh, uh, animal. Oh, you're here. 
Okay, I'll call you up to, and when I'm ready to do your ad in five minutes, I'll bring you back. But I'm yeah. sure, you know, just try practicing in your mind for the next few seconds, you know. I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them. Okay. I'm hey, animal. Deliver. Animal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do any what of is- our show sponsors uh, need a uh, spokes model? <laughs> I'll give oh, you their model? email addresses. Okay. I'm spokes just, model? I'm, I'm branching out a little bit. And I, you know, I think I've got a few more good years uh, in terms of my modeling uh, potential. Uh, <laughs> I've lost 11 pounds. You know, Jerry, yeah. Is, oh, yeah, congratulations, Jerry. Thank Jerry you. is a, a rock star. The, yeah, chicks, the, the chicks dig him. at the. He plays every weekend with his band. Okay. No, once a okay, month. Okay, listen, I want to ask you something. Now we're going to actually <clears> switch. We're going to switch gears, Adam. If you were a third-party external recruiter with a small team, either working on your own or with two other people, let's say, mm-hmm. how would you do business development? You're a businessman, okay? Before you're a candidate ID guy or anything else, I read about you. You are a businessman. How would you do business development? Um, I, would, I would take a content-led approach, 100%. I did a, I, I, I've recently met a guy called Joseph Mullings, who runs a company, a, a staffing business in the USA focused on med tech uh, called the Mullings Group. And he has, he, his business is, he's, there's 12 people in the business making an insane amount of money. And they have got a digital, stra- they've got a digital strategy, which is all about building a following of candidates. And companies come to him because he knows that they've got this, magnetic kind of uh, following of candidates um, and, and it's all about sharing useful stuff. So, you know, I, that, that's how I would do it. I would, I would put the, he puts, he puts his team, he prioritizes his team first, candidates second, uh, employers third, and he says that really, really works. And I believe... I don't understand anything you just said. Okay, he's using mm-hmm. the content what what does he do? Just send messages to any like email messages to any uh, employers that he wants to engage, uh, and you know like he. What are these? Yeah. What are you saying? I, come back and well, say it he's, fast. He's basically, he's, basically, he's basically turned his business into a community. So he's turned his candidate database into a community, and and all of his cost, all of the potential customers in the market he's in. So being niche, I think, is important for a start, so that people know your name. And, and you know they can talk. They talk about you, and you get a network effect. But I think that uh, if if you've got a, if you can generate an amazing following of candidates, that's the best business development that you can do because they will. The hiring managers will all find out. The HR teams they all find out. Um, so, I mean, so if you're going to do, do something that? that's a bit more how basic. How do you do that if you're too poor to buy candidate ID? And even the candidate yeah. ID. Do you guys supply the articles? The clients have to supply the content, right? You just you know, distribute it for them and, and grade the response. Yeah, we, yeah that's not. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not even saying using candidate ID. There's other. There's other things that you can use for 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 your business development. They'll probably do something quite similar. That'll probably be cheaper than that. Um, but the other the other thing that you could the other thing that I would do for business development is quite honestly, there's a whole load of um, there's a whole load of like automated business development tools for LinkedIn that every single day go and find you a hundred new prospects. Reach out to reach out to them on your behalf. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Send them an invite to connect. Thank uh, you, with, thank you, Adam. With, with I'll you remember on LinkedIn. that. Hold on, but doesn't LinkedIn kick you off for using those? 
duck soup and stuff yeah, like that? But Don't they put you yeah, in but, in jail? Yeah, yeah, but there's there's a whole lot of ways that you can do it, and you're less likely to get found. I mean, I'm not I'm not advocating I'm not I'm not formally advocating that way of doing things, of course. Um, and I'm not saying that I do it, LinkedIn. Okay, but, uh, but you think yeah, I mean, sending? That, what about just what about just doing it? What about finding employ, you know managers on LinkedIn and sending them messages? You think that's going to get us uh, jobs? That doesn't sound too promising to me. Jerry, let me bring Jerry in here. Maureen, do you notice it's how spray his, pray. You, you, Maureen, you notice how mm-hmm. Jerry's phone service has degenerated? It, that's I'm sick of hearing that, dude. <laughs> Seriously, why do you keep saying that all the time? Your it phone service me. is always stuck. I feel bad, okay? I care, Jerry. I care about phone quality yeah. so bad. Yeah, I can okay. tell you care by ridiculing me on a global scale. <laughs> oh, I'm crying ri- I'm, I'm, I'm for you, Jerry. I'm not ridiculing yeah. you. What do you think you, about you're what still Adam... On you? What do you think about what this quasi-visionary we've got here on the show today said uh, about that? He, he's reminding me that no matter how much I poo-poo the idea of content, yeah, it, it is possible if that's if that's the way you want to to uh, build your business that it it is possible. You it think sure so? Is. Let's let's come back. I just to don't that. see a typical, you know, talk to people. Uh, make presentations all day, kind of recruiter. I don't see making that switch. It's a different. It's a different focus. Okay. Somebody has so to do can, that all the time versus. Can you go on LinkedIn? Can you go on LinkedIn and target? Can you go on LinkedIn and target hiring managers and, and send them these uh, links to content and expect them to start being impressed by you? Is is that no. before we answer that question? Let me let me bring Nick Livingston in and do his uh, ad. Nick, Nick, Nick Livingston, are you there? Nick, please answer uh, now. Animal, you're much better. You're much better better at the ad than I am. This is Nick. Okay, <laughs> we will talk to. We'll do it together. Hi, I've got Nick Livingston right. on the line. Okay, his company. He's the CEO of Honeit. H O N E I T, and the, the website is H O N E I T dot com. Am I right, Nick? Say yes loud. Yep. Yes. Yes, that's it. Okay. Now, see, when you were on 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 Adam's show, you were feisty. You were aggressive. With me, you're not showing me that. Come on. Okay? Now, here's what happens. You correct me if I say something wrong. The candidate and the recruiter dial into the interview just as they would call ordinarily uh, to have a a conversation. The only thing is it's recorded. So you come away with an audio recording. And even better than that, the audio recording is automatically transcribed. It's turned into text you can read and that you can search for keywords. It's fantastic, right? So you don't have to worry about taking notes. You don't have to worry that you didn't hear every detail. It's there for you, and you can share that information with anybody on the hiring team. They don't have to call the candidate and ask the same questions over and over again. It's there for them to read. They don't even have to listen. When you've got a special question, you press a button. When that part of the interview starts, when you're finished that part of the discussion, you press another button. It ends. You have a clip, a highlight that you could send to the hiring manager. Hey, listen to this. That's the knockout question. This is how the candidate answers it, right? Okay. And the that's good thing it. about that's it, it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. You want me to stop now? Okay. Simple. <laughs> no. Simple. Hey, everybody. You, there's you, Nick. Say hi yeah. to the we're people in the radio land, Nick. I'm glad that you called. Say hi, everybody. It's Nick right. Livingston. Okay. And he's hey everybody, the CEO Nick of Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Check it out. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Honeit. Okay. 
Back to uh, Adam. Thank you, Nick. Back to Adam, uh, your friend, because he's interviewed you at length. Okay, but what he would say, what Jerry is saying, yeah, it sounds good, but I don't know. I just don't have the faith in, in content either. Uh, the, what you're doing is different. I, I like what you're doing because you're using big numbers. You're using such big numbers, Adam, that even if 90% of the people don't respond, it doesn't matter because you've got enough in that 10% to have a workable number of people. But if I'm just you know, sending out these messages on LinkedIn, I don't really expect people to even reply to me. Am I just too negative? I mean, yeah, well, no, you're, you're not negative because that's spray and pray. So if you're sending any, any message that is absolutely cold is spray and pray. And the first thing that you do on candidate ID is spray and pray because you've got – so a good example would be the company that put 3,000 software engineers into candidate ID recently. Um, they haven't spoken to any of these people for over 12 months. They put them into candidate ID. They got within week two by – by week two, they got a 55% engagement rate. That means email open rate or text message open rate. Um, and they got 3% of candidates already responding to say, yeah, I'm interested in talking about opportunities. Now, other people might think 3% is like terrible, but 114 candidates from a database of 3,000 people who hadn't been spoken to for over a year and the recruiters knew nothing about them and did not have time to pick up the phone to 3,000 candidates was a fantastic result and they were delighted with that. Mm-hmm. And what about the people who didn't respond on the second, third, and fourth go-round? you think you'll shake, shake some more uh, fruit out of that tree? Yeah, it was 37. It was hey, 37 whoever that old. idiot is who put us on hold, <laughs> pick up the phone. Don't make me struggle, okay? Hear him. He's, you're on hold. <laughs> who can believe this? It was... I mean, the, the, answer's, the answer's yes. So... In, in wave two, Kathy, there are another thirty-seven here? candidates. Kathy, oh, Kathy Manning. It's not me. No, no, I want to give you the <laughs> floor. I got five minutes left. You want to rip this guy to shreds on some issue? Oh no, no. Oh. What? What's your area code, Kathy? Listen. I, I think you don't want to talk about For six one nine. Six one nine is my area. We're, we're North Americans. We don't give a hoot about GDPR. All right. If you want to talk about it, nobody wants to attack you, you know, go ahead. Well, I'll just say one thing about it. All I want to do is find, what is GDPR? Tell people first. GDPR is is, is legislation in the European Union. Domestic product? You can't. uh, I've turned off every, every, I've turned off every line and I can't find that. I can't find that jerk. You better shout because you're talking over this nonsense. <laughs> okay, so basically GDPR makes recruiters much better. This is the coolest. Look at We're listening to somebody's company info. I wish I could strangle them. Dayhill earned its reputation. Can I get in trouble for saying that? Let me try just once more. PC recruiter? Complete imaging solution. Using the best tools to get your ideas seen. That's how you work smarter. That's Dayhill. Learn more at Dayhill.com. What Dayhill, you know what it is? It's Michael G. Cox. Dayhill? It's Michael G. Cox. Shame on you. 
It is never losing sleep that you'll lose all your information in the cloud. That's a real spray it of pay, pray, wait. He's wrecked the last five minutes of the trying show. To figure out what went wrong what area code system. is Texas? No matter what it may be, what area code is Texas? Bay Hills Managed IT. As your business Depends where it is. 512-972. That's Bay Hill. Learn more. I don't know. I've, I've turned off every line. I've turned off every line, Maureen. I can't do it. We're finished. <laughs> Adam, I, I don't know. We can't talk over this. It's ridiculous. I, I like my always being demanded. But can I ask one question about your sponsor, PT Recruiter? printers from Dayhill. Let you build prototypes. It's a good thing he's not in the room here with me. Adam W. Gordon, I've enjoyed having you on the show. Kathy Madden, Nick Livingston, Maureen Scherf, Jerry, but not Michael Oh, 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 oh,